0: You are listening to Let's Go, the weekly anime podcast about weekly anime from Dynamite of the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. Niles still not here after the second time of recording this introduction. And it's me, Brian. <laughs> Niles away in Ireland at the moment. He'll be back when he's back. And on this episode, we are covering anime that airs the week of the 24th of October to the 30th of October 2021, and we're about to talk about Fina Pirate Princess for the second time in the past Yay. five minutes. Uh,
1: the ultimate episode yes. of, of um, what feels like a very 90s OVA kind of thing. I mean, as a positive.
0: <laughs> a positive to a degree. Uh, there's definitely there's definitely stuff which feels like they just did. They started a narrative and it didn't go anywhere. Uh, mm episode 12 the chosen maiden in which we learned yep. that fina is from a line of women who when they are virgins are led by mysterious beings and also programs in their heads mm. to come to this island genetic de- memories that's another genetic one Pick yes. on the box yeah yeah to decide whether or not to wipe mankind off and start again by saving random people who are pure of heart, putting them on an arc where they'll stay until such time has been determined that everything's been wiped out. Humanities to
1: start over again.
0: So she can do that or she can let mankind carry on ticking along as it is. Is uh,
1: is is it good? Is it good right now? We'll check in in a few hundred years, see how it's doing.
0: And no matter what she chooses, she'll have her mind wiped because they need her to then have another daughter to carry on this line. So that daughter can then be asked the same question again Mm. for the next generation. And this seems to have
1: started with Joan of Arc. At the very least, like it might have been that Joan of Arc was the last one who had to make the choice or something, I think was the thing they're implying. Um, yeah. So maybe that's how many, because Joan of Arc died in in the context of the show, like what, two hundred years ago or something? Yeah, oh. oh, she's
0: also the true daughter of the king of England as well. Yeah,
1: you you ha- you. If you want to be one of these women, you have to be um it, one of these chosen maidens. You have to have a uh, a king in the thing again. That's a, that the arc and all yes. of the divine imagery suggests the divine intervention thing, and kings are yes. Considered God's representative on Earth, that kind of thing. It feels like a
0: very, of this particular period of time's view of what, uh, who would get to choose whether mankind lived or died.
1: Ah, yeah. I don't know, man. I saw some fucking conspiracy theories about JFK and JFK Jr. coming back from the dead to proclaim Trump the new president. So I feel like it's not that fucking different. No. Um,
0: And, well, she decides that uh, mankind can carry on going and... So she has her mind wiped and her hair turned brunette and suddenly a lot longer. And then Mm. we get like the remaining third of the episode is her wandering around with the ninjas until eventually. Remember this? Remember this? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like that would have been like very kind of annoying. It's like, oh, all the adventures we had. If it wasn't the fact that she's kind of like, "Mm, no, you know, every fucking time that made it a lot more amusing. Like the, they, they, I did like the way they kind of have these things, and even her, her heartfelt talking with um her her boyfriend, her beau, um where she's declaring it's just like, hey, I'm not going to remember any of this, and then it's like, you know, it's all tearful and everything, and then she makes a big like kind of face, you know, that she's about <laughs> to cry, like it, it puts in those kind of comedy emotional moments to like make the high emotional moments less saccharine, I suppose. And yes. It works for the most part. And we get the two old lads back in this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. Towards the end, they arrived back for the ending. <laughs>
0: yes, and you can marry declaring his love is the thing which seems to, in the final line, indicate that despite what the agents of God had told her, um, she has actually she is able to recover her memory through true love, hmm. uh, because she was like that was the thing I was waiting for you to say. Uh, now
1: the stream just died again there. Um, just did just did thing, it, you know.
0: okay. Well. <laughs> It looks fine on my end.
1: Maybe it's just me. If it's just me, then it's that's fine. just
0: you. Your OBS is still running, so oh thank Christ, okay. Uh, and it's excellent connection according to YouTube itself. Ooh, okay. Uh, so I think it's just your internet connection. Uh, that's fine. Righty ho. So yeah, the. the the big bit which is missing is this thing set up yeah. in the middle of the series where they're like, "Oh no, his brother's coming! What are we going to do about his brother?" If his brother, we are supposed up? to
1: find the information about where the sword is and then bring it back. <laughs> and we were, if we divulge from, if you divulge from your very specific mission of this thing, the ninja ninja assassination squad will show up, which is his brother. Um, but like, it's kind of resolved as like, "Oh, let's steal a, the sword and a bunch of treasure and get the fuck back." Because I saw people come in, I was like, they didn't even, she didn't even do any piracy or anything like that. I was like, they looked for buried treasure and went away with a ship full of treasure. I was like, that's a pirate, yeah. You're yes.
0: Fine. Uh, also, we'll see that the lady pirate survived. Uh, being yeah,
1: a killed. few of them, at least three yes. of them, at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, so yeah, it's kind of like in an offhand scene where they're visiting all those places. It's like, hey, bro, we brought you a sword. And He's like, okay, I'm not going to kill you today. Even though the gods of the world said, hey, if they continue to be mercenaries, eventually they will die in battle. That's just how it'd go. But,
0: yeah. Uh, well, she just have to convince them now she's got a memory back not to become uh, mercenaries. Abandon their bloodshed. Um, <laughs> but I think the argument they were making is the only way that will not abandon their bloodshed unless we take the people who won't, who have no blood, uh, lust in their hearts and put them on the arc mm-hmm. uh, it all looks still looks very nice it's a it's a top production from top to bottom but i i enjoyed it because i enjoy angel's egg and the sort of uh pseudo religious uh wankery <laughs> that anime occasionally <laughs> I, descends into
1: so when it's done well it's it's pretty good but it absolutely is not for everyone yeah i get that
0: yeah Particularly if you're expecting some sort of conventional narrative, and uh, this is what you're delivered at the end of it, a uh, like
1: the the kind of shot of her, I don't know what decision to make, which choice: kill everyone on planet Earth or like don't do that. Um, yeah, and, and all her friends kind of appearing, it's like, hey, you can do it, you figure it out, Fina. We all trust you, like, and it was just like, yeah, yeah. I like these characters, I do. I like the show, but I feel like I haven't spent enough time with them. For
0: them to kind of earn that kind of yeah. ending. You know? Yeah. Uh Yeah. Imagery is good. I mean. Yeah. It's Angel's Egg. Because it's got the arc stuff. It's got the white feathers. I love all the arc stuff. F- I love all the visualization. Floating around. Yeah. Uh, as she's having her debate with uh the not cabin God. boy. And the not dad. But mm-hmm. uh yeah. it's uh it's, It turns out to be quite the strange series by the end. Um mm-hmm. Then we've got The Vampire Dies in No Time. Episode 4. I have desire, therefore i metamorphose, kitchen liberal force, and the man's name is Handa.
1: Like, they could have called that last one Interview with the Vampire or Interview with the Dampier or something like that. It would have been much better.
0: Uh, Yeah. Uh, So the first part, we are introduced to another vampire who you can call Odd Creature. That's what people call him, he says. And he's got a problem, so he's visited uh, Ronaldo and Dracul because he's heard that this guy, he's a vampire hunter, but he hangs out with a vampire, so he's probably got a more caring attitude towards vampires, so he might be able to help me out with my problem.
1: I like the fact people can just show up at Ronaldo's going like, I read your book! And he's like, oh, okay, come come on in, (laughs) weird-looking fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, And this is a very weird-looking thing. Uh, It's
0: this giant pink thing with a very phallic uh, elephant's trunk, uh, loads of breasts beautiful, beautiful <laughs>
1: eyes um, lot, lots of nipples all the way down its length Um, sometimes tentacles for arms human it's, legs it starts off with butterfly
0: wings behind its head um, that's right but yes it's constantly metamorphosing and they come to the conclusion that it metamorphoses when it's horny uh, mm. and so therefore which they... is
1: it has the horniness of of you know a super yes. recent teen kind of thing well that's,
0: that's their conclusion they make after they can't mm. fully get him uh, back to normal uh with just like they have to make him limp, I believe the subtitles describe
1: it. Yeah. That's <laughs> the way I'm assuming the joke is that yeah. he it's supposed to be a weird phallus monster. Uh and he's just turned on
0: by everything. They try to like uh turn him off by getting Draco to take his shirt off. And they goes, Well yeah, that is pretty non horny, but because you told me you're gonna take your shirt off, it wasn't the surprise, so it hasn't fully like Maybe you're
1: limp. you're as skinny and emaciated as I expected you to be from looking at you in a suit. So yes. yeah. So Dracul, him struggling to put his shirt yes. back on is great as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Dracul does the figures out. Oh, this. He's just yeah, as you say, he's just got the uh, sex drive of a pubescent boy. So therefore, they decide to instead of trying to uh, calm his sex drive, they decide to overload it with all the magazines that Ronaldo's got lying around his apartment.
1: Uh, which... not not before like trying to show him the pure innocence that is John yes. and him saying John looks like a boob and then John is terribly insulted. Yes. Anything with John is just gold in general.
0: Uh also he turns into John, which is also Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and it almost works. We see like this Bishonen vampire begin to form and uh then your woman from the uh vampire uh Department from the police department walks in, and of course, that just makes him incredibly horny again. And he turns into an even more bizarre creature.
1: He turns into a bizarre creature in the room with the two lads and porn mags everywhere. Is yes. just like it's not a good look for them? Yeah,
0: it is not a good look. No, she's horrified. Uh, the second part is a load of vampire vegetables get made.
1: In... He, he gets sent some vegetables from the publishing company, but they've all gone off and turned into vampires as yes. it happens it's like a it's like a mold vampirism is like a very basic real world problem here and he refuses to bring his box of vampire vegetables to the the vampire disposal yeah, agency it's, the, I guess, it's the same guy it's the research
0: department because yes. it's the guy in the mask who was give the uh the growth formula to the botanical vampire mm. from the previous episode uh yeah, so He you not want, to... want to get a bollocking
1: yeah. for them because I'm a vampire hunter. I can't have let all these yes. vegetables go so bad as they turn into vampires. I'll look like a real asshole.
0: So how are you going to deal with vampire vegetables where well, you go to the logical conclusion is then make vampire garlic to
1: fight them? Hmm. They try yeah. a few things. Like, Jock is uh, basically the maid in this place now and he's uh, cooking for him. So it's like, I'm going to try and cook it up. And it's like, it, it tastes like gone off vegetables. Yes. It doesn't matter how many spices do you add onto that.
0: They have to rescue John from some vampire celery.
1: Yeah, because the one thing Ronaldo is scared of is celery. Um, apparently, He got to have some weaknesses, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's let some vampire garlic go off to that extent, and they kill and eat the vampire vegetables that have infected his kitchen. They try that, and it tastes because they've gone off. They just taste
0: disgusting. Because uh, that's Dracul's mm. plan. Is like, oh, we'll just I'll just make a hot pot and we'll mm. eat it and it'll be fine. Uh, but no, they've gone off. They're still, just because they're vamp- vampiric, uh, they've, they can still go off and taste horrible. So yeah, then, mm. they, then they get to the garlic, and then they just have a vampire garlic problem instead, and he has to call people in to deal with it.
1: And then he's a sh- he's shamed because how did you even let garlic turn into vampires? Vampires are allergic to <laughs> garlic. That's You have to really fuck up to do that. And um, yeah, he still gets a bollocking anyway, so nobody wins. Hooray. <laughs> And then in the man's name is Handa, we get another part of the uh vampire
0: enforcement department, whatever they're called. Handa comes along who's a dampier. And mm. he's he went to school with Ronaldo and he's currently got a grudge with him because
1: <laughs> it's, Oh, that's it's so good, man. That is that is yes. a very good grudge reason. Because him just being is like, ah yes, I'm the product of a unholy union of a human and a vampire. So he's his mother's a vampire. And she is a huge fan of Ronaldo. Yes,
0: but like the build-up makes it sound like Ronaldo has killed her in the past. Yes,
1: yeah, but yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, it turns out that uh, he's also a very close talker. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, the uncomfortably close talker. It's like, give give people some space. Um, so he's come here with under the premise of, I'm going to interview this fucking vampire you got and make sure that you're not up to shit. Because I'm trying to fucking get shit on you, Ronaldo, and I think you're fucking with this vampire. So I need to go into the next room. And not before Ronaldo cleans up something in the meantime. But going into the next one, I was like, "I don't want to interview you. I'm looking for dirt on Ronaldo." Yes, <laughs> you gotta help. You gotta help me out, Dralke. I'll give you this. God, I'm trying to remember what the parody. Like, video Age of Vampires him. is the game. <laughs> sure. Which he accepts as a bribe. Like he he will sell out Ronaldo. Like yes. like like that. Very. But easy. also,
0: it's very easy because he has nothing on him uh, of any yeah. use to uh, Handa.
1: Yeah, he's 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 got the book like bookmarked and everything. He's like, yeah, I knew about his weakness to celery. Look, it's in chapter three here. Um, but every time Ronaldo comes in to check in and see what they're doing, they're pretending to play a new fucking child's game, and every time he runs away crying because he didn't get to play in the game, I fucking laughed. I, this part was my favourite part of the whole yeah.
0: episode. Um, sure. Then Drac- Dracul comes up with, he realises, hey, was trying to hide something in here. And this mm. cupboard's locked, so he's got to get, it must be in this cupboard. Uh, so he's trying to figure out how to get there. He's like, okay, right. You, I'll stand next to the cupboard. You hit me in the neck really hard and then shove my ashes my under ashes. the door. Yeah. And then he just hit... And then we see Ronaldo hear it listening to them in the next room and you hear Draco, ah, oh, I'm stuck in the cupboard. I can't get it unlocked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't unlock from this side. Um, so he busts in and uh, bricks out by accident of the cupboard. And... The, the, he's like, now I got your fucking evidence. The evidence that's against you. And it's like, it's it's fan mail from your mother. I I didn't want you to see that. I I thought it would be very embarrassing for you. So in embarrassment, he leaps backwards through the fucking window.
0: <laughs> the drawing of him leaping through the window is so funny because it's so much funnier that he's leapt backwards through the window rather yeah. than forwards.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like this this part of the episode. Like the other parts, I was kind of like, eh, it's okay. But this part was fucking like a lot of laughs out of me. Uh, great stuff. Also, some good use of John, where John has to go distract him by bringing him a treat. And it's like, oh, John, you're my only friend. You'd never betray me. And John's just like, oh my God, I'm betraying you right now. I'm a, I'm a distraction. Yes. What am I doing? It's great. Yeah, and he just puts on like a little
0: plate spinning outfit and spins some plates <laughs> to further distract him.
1: Uh, dear. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: good stuff. It's uh, it's full of laughs. Um mm. Then we've got Ranking of Kings, episode three, The New King, in which 11 chapters worth of the comic is, uh, it's not got 11 chapters worth of material in this episode, it's just got material from 11 from chapters. From 11 chapters.
1: Yeah, it's, you said it was chapters, what was it, three to... It's seven
0: to 18, but not Seven chapter... to 18,
1: skipping 12. 12, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because 12 was covered entirely
0: last episode. And some of that is a very little bit. Some of it is just like, oh, the scene of uh, Kage hanging in the cell. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah I think, they, they I think I was, like, We need to establish where he's at so yeah. we can get
0: on. I, I think yeah. that's just a bit which is in, episode, in chapter 11. Because the book of chapter 11 is the start of Kage's flashback. And then chapter 12 is all the rest of Kage's flashback. Right, right. so in the comic he's thinking of that while he's hanging in the cell after bevin's caught him mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm going to remind myself the order of events in this against the order of events in the comic uh because that's the other issue i've got is it pulls a lot of stuff out of weird orders And also a bit's a bunch of stuff. I think the first thing we get is we see somebody healing Boji's wounds after the fight.
1: Yeah, if that's not the first thing, that's definitely early on in it. And it's... like. I know it's like, ooh, who could it be healing him? And it's just like, yeah, but it it, it lets you know during the episode. It's not going to keep that as a cliffhanger for any amount of time. Yes, so. but in the comic,
0: Sorry. it shows you clearly who it is, and it goes on for a lot longer. And it's before he goes to get the sword, and when he gets the sword, goes to get the sword, he's fully healed up. He's not crawling in pain like he is in the
1: cartoon. So I presume most of the the way it's presented is supposed to be this is in order, with the exception of that scene, which is obviously he was really busted up. Before he went to see crawled for the sword, the last episode. So I assume this happened before that. That kind of way, possibly. But than that, it seems mostly in order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: they basically, and then it goes into a flashback in the comic, and that flashbacks at the end of this episode, after part of a flashback that happens much later in the comic. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of chopping and changing. Um, I presume because it's for TV writing purposes and possibly yeah. for sentimentality cuz turning the who's healing him into a mystery that feels very TV writing.
1: Yeah, as in I'd have to double check uh, to rewatch it but I feel like the reveal is like after the commercial break so like after your 15 minutes or whatever. It's
0: after it's after we've had the scene with the the secret uh vote on who the actual new king is gonna be yeah whereas yeah, yeah. in the comic you already know how much she cares about boji and mm-hmm. also is yeah it's it's more dramatic because it's she's having to in the comic she's having to chug down magic potions in order to have enough power to
1: heal him yeah she's got very low mp you can tell from it i yeah. i do like the scene of her later on um it's in a flashback one of her like like, kind of hulking out of her dress a little just to heal him. <laughs> it's
0: pretty fun. Uh, yeah, there, so that's, that's before... So the the mystery healing and Kage being caught by Bebin and his snakes is before mm. the credits. Then immediately in the credits, it's Boss dying, or has died.
1: Mm.
0: And they're reading the will. And as they're reading the will, a demon appears on the bed.
1: Yeah, like a huge, maybe not as big as Boss King Boss himself, but yeah, the will is like, "Hey, I want Boji to be my heir," and the demon's like, mm, "There, that one has a laugh and then promptly yeah. disappears." I'm hoping we'll
0: you'll we'll learn why he points at Boji in the next episode. Uh, again, I think if anything was in order as the comic, we would have got it this episode. Because um, there's a yeah, whole bunch. You, you were saying there was loads on the yeah
1: the narrator explaining. Uh, something about the demon
0: yeah the narrator in the in the comic says when heroes die a demon appears on their beds Mm. um now we'll get there's a bunch of boss flashbacks which have been excised from this material to that which is why we're in chapter 18 by the end of this episode right um which reveal a bunch of important stuff uh about that demon amongst other things Mm. Um, so I'm hoping that'll be in episode four, because there's a big part of what I think is the theme, part of the theme of the series that's there, um, mm. that really doesn't, co- some some of it comes through in this, particularly with like the, when we get to the vote, uh, this time we see that the, the magic mirror actually does have Dida's, uh, uh, face, uh, face, if not reflection—that's really, yeah. the word I was talking. But from. he literally
1: says magic mirror, and someone else says like, "Hmm, that magic mirror is having a bad influence." Yes, yeah, um, yeah. They—they're not trying to. Weirdly enough, like you're saying, the comic was keeping that somewhat vague, whereas this is making it very obvious. I a lot of this is, I assume, they want to get to a part of the story. They want to do that bit, and they're just trying to get there as quickly as fucking possible. Yeah,
0: I you think know? I think them. I think it's more a TV writing thing. I think that it's because. Particularly the the way the comic does things. It's like, mm. this happens in present day. Then you get a flashback which fills in a bit about the character who was in the scene previously. Mm. So a big part of the stuff that's missing here, ignoring the boss flashbacks because they work slightly differently. Um, is the healing stuff. Queen healing stuff is is... They've taken two separate flashbacks mm. and stuck them together but one of the flashbacks isn't her flashback in the comic it, they, they've made it her flashback mm. the flashback is actually the flashback of uh the giant three-headed snake yeah
1: yeah um but i mean i like, get it relates to you know, it relates approach. to her
0: but they, they've cut yeah. out the second part of, oh, of, of, bit. Okay, of sure. the snakes flashback, which is his relationship with Bebin.
1: Yeah, he says he owes boji like uh, a life debt, but I also owe Bebin a life debt. Yeah. So I can't betray him, but I can let you know your friend is safe, and he's been sent on a journey. I can't give you more information than that. Yes,
0: and and that in in the comic when you get to the Bebin stuff, it that gives you more understanding of Bebin. Mm. as a man as well and then later in this episode when bebin gets confronted by apis the lancer yes um
1: well bebin confronts him on the order oh of yes King he does yeah when he, he was... yeah
0: when he fails to confront apis because apis is uh, a better mm. fighter than him that leads into an apis flashback okay which again That's is missing here um
1: yeah, we're not and, really getting the context for why a lot of characters are doing yeah, what they're I, doing, which is the purpose of those flashbacks. And
0: so. I think because both of those parts of the flashback for Bebin and Apis involve boss, I'm, mm. I'm I'm, I'm suspecting we'll get an episode which is a lot of the boss flashback sections of the comic all glued together in the same way oh, they've done so, it for him. So like
1: basically we'll get that story about boss and Bebin and the rest of them like roughly in chronological order as a flashback. I think that might be what they're going for,
0: particularly could because be, of moving be. the Kage flashback from where it is, where I guess it would be like episode three if they put everything linearly in the ep- Right, yeah. yeah. In, in the cartoon. Instead, that's that's almost straight away. We get that mm. um, in episode two. Um, yeah, so and I think part of what it loses is, particularly in this episode, you you go into the scene so so in the will boji's the new king then we get the scene of them announcing who the new king is to the public and then they say dida that's a that's definitely a better change from the comic in that you have your fella turning his head because in the comic it plays much suddenly that suddenly boji can hear him
1: yeah like in this in this scene um it it plays really well because obviously a lot of people don't know that boji can lip read and um like he's just sat there. It's like I'm at some ceremony. Um, they're thinking is like, oh, Boji seems upset for some reason. Did he like? You don't think he knew he was going to be king, right? Because no one, I don't think, signed that to him at any stage. Yeah. Um. Again, uh, and you, you have that meeting where they they cast the the secret ballot, which they immediately reveal, obviously. Um, I guess it's secret so that you don't like take sides at the table more so. Yeah. Um, and only two people have voted for Boji and that's our Spearman, and I think the other guy's like a... Not a merchant, but like a... No,
0: he's like one of the... Uh, I can't In the Volume 2 of the comic, it gives everyone's positions. Yeah, I, can't, I can't remember I, if he's like, like the Prime money, Minister or something. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. It could be. Could be. Um, yeah. yeah. They're, they're like... And, they've, and they're absolutely shocked that the sword guy uh, voted for Dida. Now, mm. in the comic, you've already had the lengthy scene of healing, healing Boji, so this comes across much more in the comic as her being not so much not so much doing it for her son as it's as
1: doing it for boji's uh benefit
0: boji's benefit
1: yes being a king will chew him the fuck up he won't do well it'll like it's a lot of fucking work he's too like she she thinks of him as a lot younger than he is because obviously he's older than her son
0: yes but, um
1: she thinks of him like as this baby that she needs to protect kind of thing and that comes across in her and then the snakes also flashback where she's like i am the, i'm gonna be your new mom um hey do you want to hang out it's like oh he doesn't want to talk to me or anything and it's only in her healing this th- formerly three-headed snake that bit boji and boji's upset by the fact that she kicked it um it's like oh yeah i know i'll heal it to make him happy and then boji kind of connects with her and she has this Kind of moment where it's just like, oh, you're acting like you're my kid, and she's kind of doting on him. And it, the fact that she's doting on him then, it's kind of like what seems harsh outwardly now uh, in the present day. um It comes across as more she's being overproductive and also she's definitely keeping up appearances because she speaks sign language to him in private, but whenever it's like at a function or like the swordsman is there, the swordsman translates everything she's saying into sign language because she's she's to be the queen and proper, and she can't be yeah. showing favoritism to her favorite child. Yeah yeah um yeah
0: so i i think that's i think a little bit of that is like the the idea that oh it's either if you're going to survive in society as a disabled person you've got to be protected by from society or yeah you're going to be told you've got to work really hard in order to uh fit into society because society's not going to budge an inch for you and both of them are yeah, yeah. society's not going to budge an inch for you um Mm-hmm. and i think we'll get some of that when we get to like the the peop- the officials who run the ranking of kings cuz those are a set of characters themselves as mm. i understand i don't think we've seen them yet i think they they'll have like these big weird cone masks
1: yeah we do have the the i was going to say the prince the new king saying is this like i'm running for fucking increasing my rank i'm going for number 1 yes um um
0: so then Bevin comes to Boji after he's caught Kage and explains, well, you're not going to see Kage again because I'm sending him off on a mission and he's not
1: coming back. Uh, mm. And so... Initially, again, his thing seems like, it's like, oh, he's going away and you'll never see him again. And it's more so as like, oh, so you've taken him out and fucking killed him in the back, haven't you? But it's confirmed by the... the like, snack. it's only a two-headed snake now. Yeah. One of the heads is clearly lost. Mitsubata, the snake, yeah um who's gotten much bigger since he was younger uh yes. is uh he, he says like no, no no he sent him on a job he's actually safe like yes. i can i can confirm that for you because i do owe you but i can't tell you where he's gone because because I was... that would betray his trust to his yeah. master yeah yeah
0: then we get bebin confronting
1: apis uh and we get a super cool fight that is a very nice fight because obviously our, our new king is like hey two guys voted for not me Fuck those guys! Well, uh, yes. Go get
0: them. Fuck the one guy who could possibly do something about it. The other guy is—you don't have to yeah, worry about. Yeah, he's
1: too. <laughs> he's not like a, a exceptional weapon master or
0: something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so he, Apis wins and seems to kill Bevin, but Bevin is dragged underground. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it's just like okay, he leaves his body there. It's like I'm going to make sure Boji's king. I was like, oh, how are you going to do that? I know nothing about you. This is, I think, the only thing you've ever fucking said the whole show so far. Yeah. But yeah, he just sort of gets dragged under the mud and is like, what is happening there? There's I assume there it's the some snake, evil the wizard stuff under- to that guy. Yeah, I, probably.
0: Snake lives underground. I assume he's rescued him that way. Yeah, um, yeah then uh, we get like a healing like realising that, oh, it's, something, might, something might be up with my son here in the way he's talking about his uh, big brother. Mm. And he wants to go like, off on... we
1: need to basically put him away. We need to like yeah. put him on a like,
0: retire him. Basically...
1: Yeah. Retire him, which is it's... like you can take that very gangster if you want, but I presume put him off on an island somewhere. Yeah, who, make sure I... he is not next in line, basically. <laughs> yes, Greek
0: style. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Uh then Boji wants to go off on a journey, presumably to look for Kage uh and Hilling's not having any of it. Uh but he ends up climbing out.
1: Oh, gee, you're too precious, and yes. like, yeah, he ends up braining himself on the wall, <laughs> which uh she doesn't. Yeah, reveals her magic because it's just like you—you you just gotta heal him. She knocks herself out trying to heal him, obviously. Yeah, and
0: there's a bit of comedy with her hanging out the window as her bodyguard grabs her by the ankles and a yeah, scarf flies
1: yeah. up her head. Um, like again, it's the thing of like she must keep proper and respectful as the queen and everything of like this. And it's just like, Oh fuck my kids, my kids in danger. I do not give a fuck anymore. I will bust out of my own fucking dress trying to heal him so fucking hard. Yeah. Um, good, uh, good comedy bits with her, but, um, contrasted with like, yeah, obviously Boji, you can't deter him from doing this. He's going to get it done. So I better send you on a journey with two respectable men. Obviously you're a sword master. He'll take care of you and he will keep you training in sword. And, what was your name again? Um, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> the guy with the pompadour who, from the first episode. Uh, the mm. guy who seemed to have the most
0: respect for Boji. Uh, mm-hmm. Which presumably says something about Hilling has noticed this. Yeah. Um, and that's why she's picked him to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. They... Again,
1: she's pretending not to know the lower ranks names. And it's just like, okay, you give a fuck about my kid. That's actually very important for me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and yes, yeah, he, he's the one soldier who wants to go and he knows sight language. So, yeah, that's. Uh, you're
1: automatically qualified. Oh, yes.
0: So and I assume we'll eventually qualified. we'll get his backstory, we'll get the bodyguard's backstory, and. Mm. Uh, that's the other thing. I wish they. That's the other reason why I wish they put these backstories in regularly, because then it gives you mm. anticipation of that you know you're going to get a guy's story down the mm. line. Um but at the same time, I don't think it. it while it, while once I realised how many chapters it did, it did give me a little Karakuri Circus flashback. I don't think it's yeah. do it, making the same mistake Karakuri Circus did because obviously Karakuri Circus' no. problem was the creators right there, and I think that because he was involved in his head, everything he was leaving out made everything still make sense.
1: Yeah, because like. It's like you need an editor who hasn't fucking who's not intimately familiar with your yeah. work, like basically it's just like yeah, I don't need to put in the character's uh, that character's backstory. we all know his backstory that we fucking skipped that bit, and it's like no we we don't know any context for who this guy the fuck is who's just shown up and why he's doing anything he's doing,
0: yeah, yeah. whereas I think this is just t v writing. I think this is just yeah, uh make reformatting it for t v which unfortunately, I think that does affect the stuff about the disability compared to the comic because it's much more matter of fact in yeah. the comic whereas it mm. feels like it's being played for sentimentality at points not as bad here as it was last episode
1: no last episode was, it was very much so trying to go for that um, trying to make you cry twice basically yes. um, yeah but um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I just wish it sorry, was more man. matter of fact
0: I think is is where I am with it but uh That's fair. But we have more stuff to discuss in episode four, hopefully, if they get to the boss's flashback because there is important things revealed in that that I think will change a lot of the dialogue about the series.
1: Yeah, um it's unfortunate. Like I wonder how much of it is necessary uh, to change for TV and how much of it is just like, well, this is how you write for TV over like comics, because comics is a it is a different medium, so yeah. you can just hop back and forth very easily like that but um and particularly yeah, weekly how, comic. Much is necessary and how much is just like yeah. thinking that it's the right thing to do but yeah weakening it. yeah think. the
0: other worry i've got of course because it's an ongoing comic at this
1: yeah
0: <laughs> which hasn't finished and it's got 170 plus chapters i think at this point
1: are you, are you gonna fucking trip over yourself accidentally catching up on yourself yeah,
0: yeah. well i don't think there's gonna catch up i just don't think it's gonna have a, i don't know where there's gonna be an ending for it are they going to have right. to create their own ending to give you a satisfaction or is there is is there some point along those 170 chapters where you can make nicely say we're going to wrap up here and we'll come back when there's enough to do some more to,
1: re- to adapt again yeah yeah I, it's still a good show but yeah there's a lot of um it's mostly problems with the adaptation if if you weren't familiar with it then you'd probably be fine no and like i said i'm i only know the
0: first two volumes so once it's past that i suspect my problems would just be the sentimentality. but i'll have it in the back of my mind that that's something the writers have thrust upon it sure that wasn't necessarily there to begin with um but at least the narrative will then still be like oh let's see where it goes and uh I know there's a like a king of the underworld who'll be showing up at some point. I think that's mm. the and his advisor, I think those are the only two other characters we've not seen on the website so far. Okay. Um so uh I they're still in the latest chapters I looked online. Uh mm. but there's also lots of lots of weird stuff and that and the fact that Boji is really good at dodging seems to be play, consistently playing a part in the storyline.
1: Hmm. Mm. Uh. Actually, the last guy we liked that was very good at dodging that was uh, Iruma, wasn't it? It was. Um, yes. So, <laughs> and he's going to be a king as well. It's a kingly. It's a kingly way of fighting. Uh, quite then there,
0: Sakagan, Episode Four, ladies and gentlemen, mm. as we learn differing v- opinions on what uh, men and women were put on Earth for. Uh, <laughs> as. Uh, <laughs> The dad uh, does a terrible job for heterosexuality in fake Italy under the ground.
1: I mean, like the the show doesn't do a great job for um, bisexuality. It's just like, uh, okay, I, the evil I bisexual character. It
0: is, but I feel like it gets away with it a bit more by assaulting heterosexuality for the first half of the episode, and also fair, having fair. also having the two lesbian characters briefly appear as part just of just to call him a
1: motherfucker. Yeah, yes. that that was kind of funny. That's um, a, he does look like a real prick, basically.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, of course, the, the caricature of the villain is nowhere near as bad as your fella from uh, The Vampire dies in no time the other week.
1: I mean, like, he does punish his gangsters by um, using butt plugs on them, but other than that, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: The performance, I'm saying, is not as as, mm. as, as, it, as It's yeah, butt plugs, though. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so we're in fake Italy. Or re- possibly
1: um, real Italy. Possibly the remains of real Italy is the implication. I'm not exactly sure like what crimes they have committed. Definitely drilling through the ceiling of the cave and not going the regular route was definitely a crime. Yes. But uh, they are being done for a crime and um, they're just taking her blood and taking his blood to make sure they're not breeding some pathogens. We have no idea what fucking part of the cave you've been through, basically. Um, whereas he's all being the overproductive dad and they do... They hit all the tourist spots, and it's just like, yeah, this is definitely Italy, chopped up and put in a big bowl underground. <laughs> yes, and you
0: can see from the guidebooks that it's. I did pause it on that yeah. several
1: times, like the Napoli district. The uh, I've forgotten the other ones, but like there's a, a, a bell tower of Pisa or something mentioned in one of the guidebooks, and yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, it's
0: quite a fun setting. It's it's our, it's definitely more fun than the, their their hometown as a, as a setting.
1: I I really love the uh, the oh there's these famous canals. It's like it's not real water though. It's like yeah, there's just it's just the trams and the trains running on it. But it, it has this like um, holographic uh, projection that's supposed to look like rippling water. I was like, that's actually really nice. Yes. Honestly, that's such a nice look. Yeah, and
0: it's also the the the, the kind of not quite real Italy of it all because they sit, they get that bit and then they go and get pizza, which we see ping coming out of a microwave for them. <laughs>
1: I mean, it is touristy as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that does feel right, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, she's really into the uh, the Italian food. He's kind of like, I'm fucking done with noodles. I'm I'm all about Italian food now. Kind of running off on the thing, and and Dad's just like, Oh, I'll come back! Wait a minute. That means I'm free to be horny. <laughs> <laughs> so he tries. He, he gets rejected. What was it? Like twelve times. Twelve life, times. All right. Yes. Just and now, I'm up. all warmed up. Okay, I'm yes. ready to go. <laughs> that barman, man, he's he's a cool fucking customer. I, I liked him in the background because um, when later he says like, oh, this this place is like the best cake. It's reviewed the best cakes and he gets like slightly blushing and he puts more yes. extra cream on it. <laughs> I was just like, hmm, I like this guy. Very little flusters him and this guy who's been striking out all fucking day doesn't put him off his job.
0: Now, uh so earlier in the episode, we saw the pair of them being spied upon by this woman and she then... Goes into the bar, waiting to be hit on by Gagamba, mm. and this is Zakletu, who it turns yeah, out she's... she is wanted by the mafia for
1: um, robbing them. I think it's robbing, uh, them, robbing them. I believe, yes. Mm. Mm. Um, she, I, she, I, she seems to figure she can get money out of Gagamba, and I don't know how she figures that, but it's just like eh, he he does try bribing the the officer earlier with a, a bunch of handful of fucking diamonds that presumably he picked up underground. Yeah. So maybe that you can get money off him? I don't know. Uh
0: but yes, once the gangsters show up uh in their Blues Brothers outfits, um <laughs> she gets away, as does uh Memepu, but uh Gigumba stays to fight them off and he's doing well until their member of the
1: gang, Jumbo, shows up. He is as his name implies.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: uh, again, I, I love the barman in this scene because like it, it's it's Italy where you, like they they were talking about it earlier because people are like fighting in the streets. It's like oh, we are the the passionate. Uh, sorry, it's not Italy. It's Jolly Jolly, is the name. Jolly <laughs> Jolly
0: is where they're from. Yes, there's
1: an old man who's like ah oh, young girl. This is the town of passion. This is just how we resolve things. So when the barman's being shot at with um, uh, gangsters just bust in, started shooting up his bar. He just kind of like hops over the thing with a submachine gun and starts shooting back opening the secret passages to, like, point in which way to go. It's just like, yeah, this is just fucking Tuesday, man. That's all what happens.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the uh, lead, the the Don reveals that uh, Zekletu is not the innocent that she appears to be. There's a 10 million uh, bounty on her head, and while he's not willing get to alive as well, yeah. split it with uh, Gagamba, he
1: will pay for any information that can uh, lead him to her. Uh, and and Gagumba's line is one pickup line. It was like, do you know what God put men and women in the world for? Um, It changes in this one. It's like, so men can stupidly stick up for women. They do not fucking know or something yeah, like something that. Something like that, yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: I do like the bit when she replies uh, the way that I assume he was hoping a woman would reply. Yes. But then instantly becomes like a, a giggling schoolboy. The fact. <laughs>
1: That's just what I wanted Because you know that line has never ever worked for him it's Yes Like I can't think of it working for anyone unless it's like a honeypot like this situation Yeah
0: Uh. Yeah and so She ends up having to rescue him but In exchange for a million mm. uh, Of this money Um, And they uh, They get surrounded And he offers to fight the vast amount of people And she pick off the other side But then she decides that she points out that she's probably a better fighter than him, and it turns out he's
1: o- over the hill, basically. Yeah. Yes. Um... I mean, like when she tosses him one of the guns, she kicks out of the hand. He does like do the "I'm shooting all your guns out of your hand" thing, so he yes. is a good shot. Yes, so... um, mm. and they
0: are both rescued though by Mepo, who has stolen Zaclatu's motorcycle
1: and tore up some of the beautiful canals, so it becomes like yes. a canal motorbike chase. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like the turnaround of Gagumba
0: congratulating Mbepu for doing something that was against what he told her to do earlier, and Zekletu being the one who's annoyed at her. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, It it is a nice inversion of it. Um, It's a good thing you don't listen to dad. huh?
0: Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah, she gets away, and then uh, the police show up, and uh, they have to surrender once they more
1: charges to their fucking crimes, basically, yeah. I think pretty and he so, like smiling all the time, just like, "Oh, I'm going to have to add more to your fucking community service now." Okay.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, I quite like the two new characters introduced here, who are going to be mm. ongoing. Uh, given that they're in the opening credits.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a good fun romp, basically. Um, yeah. It, I mean, like it. The, the, I guess the lore, world building stuff is like, why the fuck is Italy underground? <laughs> that's a bit fucking yeah. weird. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of implies something else has happened.
0: Yeah. Yes, um, but it happens slow enough that you choose to take various.
1: We uh, will take the landmarks the and, yeah,
0: yeah. and move them underground, mm. uh, and yet long enough ago that people have kind of forgotten.
1: I, I like Gamba's reading the tourist guide. It's like it says the, these buildings are from ancient times, but it doesn't say how long ago. <laughs> like even he's pointing out the yes. inconsistencies that is in the show, which is fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then we've got
0: Dragon Quest: The Adventure of Die, Episode Fifty Five, The Black Core. Uh, I think you have to remind me exactly what happened in this beyond a couple uh, of people dying at the, the- end.
1: There's a there's a bunch of um obviously uh Hadlar and um dies Dead like fighting and him taking the dragonoid form is like, No, when I take this form I'm actually super ultra cheap and he's like no but my body's based on that. I should be as good as, if not better, which is actually your worst. <laughs> um yeah. But he, he makes a point to do the killing blow of, like, opening up Hadlar so he can rip out the core. And he's like, whoa, what the fuck was that? What was that doing in my body? And he's like, I'm going to fucking put a force shield around this with my Dragonagora so your man can't uh, use his pinky finger to set it off. It's like, yeah. oh, that blocks my signal. Ah, fucking got me. But uh, at that point, Miss Vern has teleported there to activate it personally.
0: Yes, he has, uh and in order to do this, he will take his cloak off hmm. so you get to see his uh human form uh more visibly I think than before um,
1: yeah, I think you just saw like the bottom of his face in shadow or something, but um yeah is he human or is he um darkling or something i
0: i I suspect it's the I suspect what he is is the thing on the human form's forehead
1: right I right, suspect
0: yeah. that because he's got eyes on that black. Uh, shadow thing on the forehead of this human body, so I wonder yeah, and if he's the just possessing his eyes. Really. Yeah,
1: so that makes
0: sense. Mm. Uh, yeah, so he sets off the bomb, uh, which blows the island up, and uh, um, is it Merle the uh, the fortune teller has like a really bad side that everybody uh, for. Like she's
1: but... just sensed a gigantic yes. explosion, basically. It's like no dead. one could have
0: survived that. And meanwhile but... the villains are like, no one could survive that. Well done, Mr. Vern. Uh hmm. Kilver's like, why have you put your hood back up? You look a lot cooler without your hood on. Um <laughs> He's a fan, yeah. <laughs> uh and but then Kil, and then Vern's like, hang on a second, why is there why is there some rock still left?
1: All the rock should have exploded in that size of an explosion. Uh, And Rocketdyne's like, it's a good thing I thought to bury underground in the rock where it is safe. Because they've all survived uh, on top of, um, I guess, Vern's actual base? Uh, Yeah, he's basically, the explosion has blown
0: his castle into the sky. Hmm. Uh, So Pop goes and checks up his last thing, goes through the clouds and sees like, oh, look at the size of this thing. It's like the final dungeon in a Dragon Quest game.
1: Yeah, they're like on a very far arm of it, like away from the center. This thing is fucking huge. Um, yeah, so
0: I assume Baron had, like, to a degree prevented it from doing the full amount of damage it was supposed to do at the cost of his life. Um,
1: yeah, presumably.
0: Um, I also wonder whether Hadlar's coming back. There's just some, I, there's I a few like lines Hadlar, of dialogue like, yeah. in his response to being double crossed by Vern that makes me feel like narratively it seems bad for him just to have got his ass kicked and not get some sort of vengeance on Vern at some point
1: he he gets a bomb ripped out of his chest he's like what the fuck is that thing in my chest and it's like yeah your boss put it in there so he could make sure that like not 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 only like he was planning on blowing you up but he's also planning on destroying the surface world he was bullshitting about giving you that i'm just laying out the plot for you now and, and yeah yes i like fucking what it's it's a very good kind of like he's just like wait wait he does not even try and fight baron at that stage because it's yeah. like hang on a fucking second i know baron's broken his arm and ripped a fucking bomb out of his chest but still he he could fight back but he's just more so that's a lot of fucking reveals for me right now <laughs>
0: yeah it feels like he should be this is where i had last baby face turn happens rather than being him being obliterated so i assume somehow he's going to survive
1: we don't see what happens all of the uh, you know, the other chess pieces. Well, they no. were they'd all they'd all paired off to fight each other, but then the lads sort of grouped together while Crocodile buried them underground, seemingly. Yeah, I assume that'll
0: be the sign if they're still alive. That means Tadla still alive.
1: Yeah, because they're like like um, they're powered uh, by his life
0: force, aren't they?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're they're linked to him. Like a, I'm trying to think of the other guy, the fire and ice guy. Uh, Fla- Blazard. Blazard? Yeah. Uh Flazar was directly linked to him, so like, yeah, if one dies, that kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, absolutely despicable the I like the the fact we now half he's only taken like halfway to like fully see Vern's dastardliness of like just mm. like he's completely irredeemable even amongst all the other villains.
1: Yeah, he uses the um, the illegal nuclear weapons of magic that all your guys are like, Whoa dude, no you can't do that, that's fucked up. Um, even a dragon from hell went. That's a bit much for me. <laughs> so yeah, and also just just the thing of like I'm going to set it off with my pinky. Mm. <laughs> just 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 a real dick move all over and constantly like not running from battles but getting other people to fight them for yeah. him and and for him to win in the most cheap way possible. Yeah, I mean his
0: it's it's total Tokusatsu villain. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I, I I sit here in the throne until the last episode and then I get crushed <laughs> by a giant robot. Uh, <laughs> Uh dear. Then we've got Muta King the Dancing Hero, Episode five, Goodbye Park. He was right, this definitely is Act Two. Uh, uh yeah, things are going a little bit differently than usual. Mm. Yes. Uh Muteki is going on a date uh with Aida. I mm. suspect the AI part of her name is very important. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh and the bulk of the episode is just them going on a date. But every time she sees the sinister black limousine of uh Octink, uh, it makes her heart beat faster.
1: <laughs> Which Muteki thinks is like, oh that's me doing that, yeah. obviously. There's a bunch of things and um she has a line earlier about uh like how, it, like the kind of guys who think and act like that don't attract people or something. Yeah, something about, about physical- people
0: yeah, but yeah, guys who are just kind if you're just
1: kind and you don't bring uh, anything uh, else then yeah which dj
0: has to explain to him later on in the episode what that means
1: i I mean like it's a bit of a shitty line but like they're not entirely fucking wrong the the idea is just like yeah you've been asking her do you like this you having a good time it's like what do you want to do show her the things that you love as well
0: which you know turns out to be riding around on one of those little animal things that you could I've never ever seen him. I'm not sure I've ever seen them in a UK amusement park. Yeah. I know they have them um, in America. I know they have them in Japan, but I've never seen them, I don't think, in UK.
1: Like a very slow walking, yeah. uh, basically like a mechanical pony that's even safer yeah. than a pony, obviously.
0: Yeah, Because obviously in the UK, we have the, I'm sure you have them in Ireland, is the fixed things. It's like climb inside Thomas the Tank Engine and uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. go backwards American and forwards movies. for three Arcade minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the thing he wanted to do. Uh, we also get DJ trying to yeah. figure out what Octinka are up to at this park. They're going to build something. It's closing down with towers. Well, also, he does
1: check in on the the um, the diner first, which the lads are outside. I was like, how come it's fucking closed? Yes. Where else are we going to eat? This is what we do every day. And DJ has flipped upside down um, from the view of Octink that the diner has and it's like he has spotted something and so I'm like is it like a secret yeah later could... on it looks like a secret base built under the diner so yeah. yeah
0: and when he's in the library with his
1: map that he appears to have drawn himself <laughs> like a like mcdonald's fucking location map yes. basically is what he has and uh, he's just t- he's trying to pick up women and f- solve the mystery in the library but I, I,
0: I was like i was first felt like he was staring at that woman so she would turn away from him so he had more space on the table to stretch out his map
1: yeah but then he steals her being glasses being <laughs> yeah he steals her gla- like he marks his sunglasses on one location then he steals her glasses to mark a different location then he puts like he chews on a baguette in the middle he's yeah. just being very obnoxious in the library it's pretty funny um, um
0: yeah. Yeah, they go on the uh the Ferris wheel and get stuck at the top and uh who who can, who else would be in the next <laughs> the next carriage along <laughs> but uh, Su-Tay King? Ah,
1: uh, every time he shows up it's a of delight. He's he's great. I I hope they don't ruin the character but I am enjoying it. I mean it being... looks like
0: we get more of him next week because he appears to be wearing yeah. a, his own superhero helmet at some point next week.
1: Mm. Which presumably... Um, I, I, I...
0: Means he wasn't turned into ink at the end of this episode.
1: Yeah, well, he always seems to get away before the ink thing happens because yeah. he's so trendy. Uh, I, I did like the bit in the Ferris wheel, like the subtle thing of it's like, oh, do you want to change seats? Because you don't want to be looking at that handsome guy over there. Um, but like, there's a there's an active like shift in the Ferris wheel, almost like she's a robot and weighs yes. more than him. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a, it's a nice little little move, but I, I did appreciate it. Like uh, all the various signs of she she ain't right, not the. She has been right the whole fucking show. So far, yeah. So they they ride on the
0: panda, and then he clumsily gets off and falls on top of her. Uh, and then she says, "Oh, I've got to. I've realized I've got to go to do something at work." And he's like, "Oh no, what have I done?"
1: Just like uh, I didn't mean to. I wasn't trying to like sneak a kiss. I was just like I accidentally fell off the stupid panda thing because I'm a fucking clutz. Uh, I feel like a real asshole. Oh, there's a concert on. Yes, cool.
0: And it's play. It, yes, it's the. Uh, What's the uh, Aurora? That's the
1: Aurora, yes.
0: The, the... Uh, Sharon Apple esque uh, virtual idol.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say like a um, evil. I was going to say evil corporate Hatsune Miku, but that's just Hatsune Miku, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think she's allowed to be portrayed as evil in things. <laughs> Probably not. But like the the function of that kind of thing is, and obviously how it's treated here is like the difference between a virtual. Idol and the actual musicians and real music, like DJ sets that that he does.
0: And we see properly in this, is it's this Aurora seems to be generated by uh, Seth playing on his organ in the Mm Optic headquarters and Aida. In her basement, standing on a glowing circle with a smile on her face. I don't know if she's singing. We don't see if she's singing in her basement and it's being transferred. Because my suspicion is that she's unaware of what Aurora is doing.
1: Yeah, like she like she's programmed to do various things and doesn't know anything outside of that. For example, how to serve anything other than ice cream float and maybe clam chowder? I'm not exactly sure what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, that seems like a flaw. <laughs> and it's a different song it plays this time. It's a Sather song. Yes.
0: Um, and it creates a more powerful ghost. This time it's
1: got like devil wings on it. It's got uh, like, yeah, it's got horns on it. It seems bulkier, but it's still like cartoony and, and sucking them up into the little thing. And Miteki is about to melt, but DJ gets in there right at the end. It's like, okay, you got to do your thing.
0: So he does his thing, but it's not enough. The park's disappeared and all the people in it. And it's just a wasteland.
1: What are they going to do? It's like, DJ, are all those people dead? He's like, I don't fucking know, man. We've never failed before.
0: Um, And then we go back to the arcades where they're wondering where Miteki is. And uh, then Vivi starts getting a terrible headache, just like before. Uh, I'm wondering if Vivi is the mayor.
1: Yeah, I, I was thinking, is Vivi like the the mayor that it's his dad as a drag queen? basically. yeah. yeah.
0: That that was my suspicion early on, and it's even more my suspicion now that uh, somehow connected to the uh, octopus cells. Uh, I think mm. what they need is a shorter song because <laughs> that seemed to be what the a problem was
1: song. Yeah, was yeah.
0: that the original Vute King song is too long and the guys finished collecting all the uh, oil uh, the ink this time rather
1: um, mm. I did a uh... Uh, I help uh, with shine's help. I, I got a bunch of the characters designs. I was like, okay, what what gay flag is this? And we we kind of went through them, and it's like, I, obviously, Vivi is the drag queen flag, like fucking like nearly one for one.
0: Oh, is that right? Is, yeah,
1: yeah. But his dad is Owen Mayor. Owen um, is kind of close to the trans flag or one of the trans flags, anyway. um And I was just like, okay, that's. That could be a thing. I don't know if it's if it's just a thematic thing, or is it actually a textual thing? Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I mean, a lot of it, particularly those first four episodes, definitely seems to be like DJ trying to encourage Muteki to come out of his shell at the very least. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Um, So, yeah, it definitely feels like there is definitely something thematic, even if it's not explicit there, because Mm. because of the San Francisco setting, more than
1: anything else yeah yeah um like the the thing that throws me with fucking dj's thing is i can't figure out like the purple and orange thing that's not many flags but his shirt looks like the um i think it's called the queer chevron it's like it is purple uh downward pointing arrows and it's just like that's literally what his fucking shirt is i was just like okay they're they're clearly going for something here but i don't know exactly why they're doing it yet <laughs> no that's uh yeah
0: uh, and you may not know by the end of it, but no, no I th- I it, it, it's they just they just there to add, add to the vibe that it has,
1: yeah, 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 the, to show the difference between like the clean apple fucking products thing and just like people just being out and proud basically. Yes, yeah.
0: yeah uh I yeah, it's a, it's obviously. a grand series, and i I like the fact that it it switched it up as promised in this episode, um
1: people were complaining it's just like oh it's just the same fucking thing and he does the song and then he wins it's like yeah it's doing that to invert that yes it only did it for like what three episodes four episodes
0: so... four episodes this is the fifth so yeah it was like you had You're four right fifth. four yeah. episodes where everything went well for them everything works mm. but you already know when once the character designs changed on the monster that yeah. it might not work for them this time and also
1: because there's been enough different things it's not a product that's lured them in this time it, it's actually the destruction of the existing product of the yes. theme park, which is why they wanted to go to the theme park because it was being torn down for an Optink uh, broadcast tower, tower or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um,
0: yeah. I think it's going to be five G conspiracy, is the
1: uh... <laughs> it can fucking be uh, uh, the yeah. motivation
0: behind it. Uh, but yeah, no, it, I I think this is one of the better series. This and Sack again, I think are probably my more surprising series about like how consistently well made they are
1: like i think a lot of the other shows we're watching are definitely like reaching sometimes further than their grasp can actually manage but like they're they're very simple shows but they do what they do very well they're they're yeah, yeah they're consistent in that way then finally loop on the third
0: part six episode three adventure along the open brackets bogus close brackets transcontinental railroad in which oh, i have gonna get these guys' names because they're essentially the writers of the Ellery C- Queen novels. Uh, are two I was thinking cousins. was
1: those two guys like the like were they supposed to be like the Hardy Boys or something like that? No, they're that the l- Hardy Boys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they are literally the wrong one. They're literally there's like barely any <laughs> any hiding of it. They oh, are it's just like a one for one. They, uh, they are Frederick Danet and Manfred Lee cousins from <laughs> Brooklyn, uh, who work for their uncle uh, or. Uh Inspector Queen. Yeah, so they're just literally straight named after the two authors okay. who wow. were Ellery Cree- Queen and wrote Ellery Ellery Queen.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: so yeah, they're in London, or in England at least, uh, as is Zenny Garter still who's been told to go to this uh event held by the Marquis uh I can't remember what, what? of
1: um, yeah, he's he's full sure that Lupin's going to hit this place and steal the it's not the first but it's like the original ticket in the um what was it Manchester to um the first railway in, yeah. in the UK. Yeah. Like, I think is it is it the Trans Pennine railway? I can't remember which where, where it's going from. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the early ones anyway and it's just like this this ticket but also this guy has um like a, a transcontinental Railway line like at a miniature scale, like you know yes. your kitty rail ride kind of thing but it's an automatic the big thing of it is it is an automatic uh uh railway basically
0: yeah, and we see him at the start, and then when we get to the actual event, we see that he's been replaced by his butler wearing a mustache over a mustache.
1: That was just so funny, honestly. It was just like, that's such a bad disguise, but everyone's like in costumes and stuff, so I guess it doesn't look that fucking weird. Yeah, also, he's... his clothes are too small for him. He's, he's a short, fat guy, whereas the Marquis was, spoilers, a tall, thin guy yeah. who liked to dress as a train driver. Uh,
0: yeah, it's uh, Lupin is dressed as somebody from an a indeterminate foreign country. Uh, See, he
1: said he was from down south, so I assume he's just like supposed to be an Indian guy from the UK.
0: Right, possibly,
1: yes. What I was thinking was the joke. because like I'm from a distant land of Wales or something. I yeah. don't fucking know. Um But yeah, the also the two um the, the two authors, I guess, have yeah. been led like freaking mice by Fujiko down the fucking <laughs> road to this yeah. situation where they break in by accidentally queuing up for a costume for the Yes, for the event given out by Goemon <laughs> and Jigen, which are, they're just—they seem to be having a great laugh, just bossing people around and just just having a good yes. time, really chill time. From
0: yeah, I, I assumed like everybody else there was part of some sort of uh, great pretender esque scam where Lupin had contacted <laughs> known criminals, but they, these two lads just saw a queue and joined it.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: Uh, so they end up dressed as trains, um, a train and a mm. carriage. Um, mm. The uh, Lupin steals the key, passes it to Fujiko. Fujiko switches into a maid disguise for no other reason than to, than to draw Fujiko as a maid, I think.
1: The transformation thing is pretty cool, where she seems to pull it out of her hair somehow. <laughs> that was that is a, It was a fun effect, anyway. But also, it is for horny reasons, as yes. most things, yeah.
0: Uh, It turns out the butler had let Lupin steal the key because he didn't know how to open the vault to find the ticket in the first place.
1: He pulled the fake beard off Lupin and was like, alright, I'm pulling your fake moustache off of your (laughs) moustache. like, if we're going to let it all hang out.
0: Uh, Zenigata finds, uh, he goes, I knew it. He sees uh, Goemon and Jigen just sitting, having a drink. Uh, (laughs) Not even trying to hide, but then they
1: they pull off their masks and they're just some fucking guys. He's like, oh, what awful tasting costumes. Which they didn't pull off their masks and Jigen putting back on his hat. It was like, I fucking hate having to wear a face over my face, over my face.
0: Oh uh, yeah, and then they just carry on. Uh then they're like, How how did he do the murder without stopping the train? I can't remember that was the uh, mystery. It, part. It, like
1: they, they made a big thing of it. It's like the but the train automatically moves. How could he get the body onto the train? And because earlier he was like, make sure there's snow on the was it the Rocky Mountains, I think it was. Yeah. Uh I can't remember what fake tiny mountain range it is, but it has real snow in it, and when the snow piles down in front of the tunnel through the rocky um tunnel, uh it it has a method for melting it, but it, it had a machine like basically like a baseball throwing machine to keep rolling snowballs down the hill to slow down the train enough that he could put the body on. I don't know why they had to make such a big deal. That. <laughs> but yeah, they, they really wanted it in there, alright. Uh yeah, he's planning on
0: executing Fujiko by tying her to a railway track. And get, having a head the cut on the train,
1: because she did. She seemed to swallow the ticket, but then you see that she's panned it. Um, uh, a there's different a
0: different piece of paper. Fun bit in the chase with Lupin where he, they chase him through the pony rides the, from
1: the pony ride. Yeah, that that made me laugh pretty it, fucking it's hard. It's funny
0: that he steals a pony, but it's even funnier that three of the guys chasing him have also stolen ponies and chasing after.
1: Him. But then you see like a bunch of guys like r- trying to run after <laughs> the ponies. They're all like, "Oh god, my fucking sides and shit." It's, like, yeah, you can't run as fast as a pony. Like, I guess it is sensible despite how silly it looks. Yeah,
0: uh, and then Jeegan and the Cousins and Inspector Queen come and rescue Fujiko, and, uh, and the G- choice
1: between chopping off her hair, which is tied to the rails, or it's like, do you want to rely on your friends up there on the fake mountain? And they're like, uh, they're not really my friends, but yeah, I'll I'll stick with them. Yeah. Jigen has to do a trick shot because he hasn't gotten to do anything this episode. <laughs> but <laughs> dick around. Uh, How does the elephant get involved at the end? Uh, Fujiko when she was being taken to the guillotine like collapses no you're going to guillotine me and she collapses at the elephant and she stuffed the ticket under that's the that's it yeah did After... we mention there was a Lupin rode in on an elephant I don't think we did
0: no we didn't uh, also so, Fujiko but... pretended to eat the ticket at one point Uh. yeah
1: And but she panned the actual one yeah. but um. yeah so when the butler sees the ticket under the elephant he's like oh brilliant I've got this now and um. all, all the buttons burst on his too yes. small for him jumper waking the elephant and the elephant steps on him that's um, it, yeah. Crime solved, but no actual crime technically committed by Lupin and the gang. But it's a fun romp, so
0: yeah. Uh, the two cousins get kissed on the cheeks by Fujiko, and they won't wash it for weeks.
1: That's that's their punishment for ruining her her scheme. Basically, is what she says. <laughs> yeah. There
0: is also a young girl in this who is not really tied to the plot, but there is a funny bit where she just drags one of the cousins and uses them as a step stool to get on a pony
1: yeah she kind of becomes like a b character where it's just like oh because they're there to find a hot lady and he's like are you fucking saying i'm not a beautiful lady how fucking dare and then she says oh i saw the beautiful lady she's being kidnapped and you know that she instigates a bunch of things um she's essential to the plot but it feels like she should be her own character for from something else yeah yeah. a lot of this
0: episode felt like the script might have been longer at some point and then they realized it has to fit 22 minutes uh
1: yeah,
0: yeah, I could see that. Uh, this is Masaki Suji coming out of Retirement 89, or anime writing Retirement 89, uh, to do his first Loop and the Third episode.
1: Well, I mean, like it's another one for the CV, yeah. It's a- <laughs> it is, yes.
0: Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I do wonder it was like were episodes longer in the 70s, and that was possibly why uh, it felt like there was a little bit of connective tissue missing here and there.
1: Yeah, it feels pretty packed to nearly overstuffness. but then it has like these lingering shots, and I was like, why did you leave There's a shot for ages of the guy making snowballs, and I was like, all right, is there a reason for this? It's like, oh, it's to establish the automatic train later on. Okay, whatever, show. (laughs) But yeah, it's a
0: silly Lupin, the third episode. Uh, Mm -hmm. Next Mm -hmm. week, get ready for Lupin meets uh, Vladlov... As Mamoru Oshii <laughs> rewrites <laughs> Ernest Hemingway's The Killers as a Lupin the Third episode.
1: <sighs> do we deserve Lupin? I feel like sometimes we don't.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. We. I mean, I mean, that's having watched *Map of Vladlove at the start of the year. That really could not be much more of a modern Mamoru Oshii thing to do. <laughs> than write <laughs> an episode of loop and the third which is just rewriting a hemingway story
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and of course there is an adaptation of the killers starring lee marvin uh the inspiration for jeegan
1: hmm so will they give jeegan some lee marvin lines yeah okay well i think it's
0: more based on the original book than that film uh because if you look at the. Because the, the, I think it's like two. I think they're twin assassins or they're just dressed as twins, but you see Lupin and Gigan are dressed exactly the same in the preview of the next episode. Oh, okay. Right, uh, right. And the person who translates it for High Dive said it's one of the most difficult translation jobs he's had to do, and you'll see why when the episode comes out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, does it rely on a lot of puns?
0: I believe from the comments, it will be a lot of cross talking, which oh, does make okay. does make me thankful that it's on high dive because their player is one of the better ones for multi level uh, yeah. subtitles.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If that is going to be the case, um, we're NC. Looking forward to it. It's Mamoroshi doing Lupin. He was meant to do it decades ago, and it turned into Angel's Egg. um <laughs> can't get rid of it. It's
1: egg all over the show.
0: Yep. (laughs) Uh, So Uh, that's it for this week. Uh, I don't know if if Niles are going to be in Ireland next week. Don't know. Don't know. So let's say Tuesday regardless. Uh, Just in case he's back. Uh, We'll be back then with more of the same. And I won't be able to switch scenes because clearly that is the thing which is crashing OBS with YouTube. So we'll speak to you soon, dear listener. Goodbye. Bye.